0: Welcome to Don't Quote Me On That. One day, we will have an intro, but today is not that day. Okay. Hi, I'm Eleanor.
1: And I'm Kalina.
0: And welcome back to Don't Quote Me On That, where we...
1: Are both doing our hair.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um, Honestly, this whole thing of no longer having the camera on has been very freeing. Because uh, half of my brain used to be taken up by making sure I was looking at the
1: camera. Oh and... my god, yeah. <laughs> and like, not moving. Oh my goodness. And then like, I, I never drink water, but like, I never wanted water so bad as when we were <laughs> recording. I
0: looked a little bit hostage in some of them, because I was like, don't move, don't move, don't yeah. move. look at the camera, don't move, look at the camera.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: But I think we're having more fun now. And also, we can both do our hair or cook an entire meal. And who's going to know? Nobody but ourselves and the person who
1: edits our thing, so which is Kalina. Yeah. Um, um, note to Kalina, don't make salad when you're recording, Kalina, because it makes a lot of noise and everyone can hear you chopping your tomatoes and banging the bowl on the counter. <laughs> and nearly cutting your finger off. And then having to go. Well, no, back you can't and get hear. Da,
0: da, da, well, da, da, da. you
1: can't hear me nearly cutting my finger off. You can hear me going, oh, <laughs> but like the actual cutting of the finger is it, silent. Very quiet. Very quiet. You would never know. Uh,
0: anyway, speaking of cutting, we're talking about euphoria. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> Very impressed. <laughs> um. Basically. Kalina and I, I just started watching Euphoria maybe last week. And I've already watched every single episode that's out. And I think,
1: Kalina, you started watching it. I watched it not too long after it came. Like, I watched it after season one was done, but like not too long after. So I rewatched season one for this and watched season two, which is still coming out as we're recording. And Mm -hmm. I have to say, I think this is like the most up to date thing we have ever done in our lives. Oh, absolutely. I'm amazed. If we it did this right... In, well, in 2020. Yeah.
0: Well, like, right. after 2020. I no, mean, like, actually, it's actively coming
1: out now. <laughs> I just meant it's actively, like, it's actively coming out now, you know? hmm Which is, yeah, brand new for us. Because I think the last uh, time we talked about a show, it might have been, like, Friends or something, and how Friends has been over before, I think, I was alive. Not quite long, I, but, you know... Close enough. So before I, my brother you're was not alive. Not that young,
0: because I mean they still have... When did friends end?
1: I can compliment. I think it ended
0: in like two thousand. Yeah, two thousand four.
1: Before my brother was alive. My brother was born in two thousand. Eleanor.
0: He's a
1: little baby. I don't like that. I have a lot of trouble remembering that, like, people are younger than me. I only remember because of my... If I didn't have my brother, I would, like, not... I wouldn't be able to fathom ages past mine. But also <laughs> the problem is, any person I meet that's, like, my brother's age is a baby in my head. Because he's a baby to me forever.
0: Yeah, this girl I was friends with um in high school just turned 21. And I was, I was looking at her Instagram and I was like, why are you so excited about a birthday? Cause like mm-hmm. hurting, you know, any, like most After birthdays 21. don't really mean anything, but she mm-hmm. was super excited. And I was like, that's kind of like weird. It's just a birthday. And then she said, finally 21. And I was like, what, what?
1: Oh yeah. And then the other thing was like, I was, I was a great ahead. So I was always like way younger than everybody else. So I'm used to being the baby in groups. So now that, like, sometimes, like, now I'm the oldest person in a group, and I'm like, this is, like, I played, um, I played water polo with a bunch of people I had, like, just met over the summer, and I, I was the only one on there with an age, with my birth year that started with a one, and then I had to sit down for a really long time afterwards.
0: Oh my god, the other day I saw a tweet about, um, how in America, because the drinking age is 21, obviously, Um, bartenders now just have to check to see if there's a one at your birth date and then you're good to go. That's horrible. Oh my goodness, I know. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about euphoria. I mean, we are, you know, talking about drinking and whatnot, but.
1: Yeah.
0: Not our drinking, because we would never do that because we're both good Catholic girls. Um. You're not going to laugh
1: at that. That
0: was really um, funny. That was some of my best work.
1: I was going to say, someone should tell us we're good Catholic girls, but I didn't know that. Uh,
0: so, Euphoria, yeah, we're just talking entirely about the first season, because I feel like compared to the second season, not enough happened in the first season to kind of dedicate
1: Yeah, like the episodes. first season, I feel like the first season, a lot did happen, but now that the second season has started, and you have all this context, just so much has been compounded in the last... I think there's six episodes as of when we're recording this in season two. So much has happened in those six episodes that season one is like, just kind of seems like groundwork.
0: Yeah, watching season, like, because I watched a couple episodes to revamp for this. um, Nothing happened. When I yeah. watched it the first time, I was like, wow, so much is going on. Not really. You you don't even know about things happening yet, dude. <laughs> um. <laughs> so, anyway, it is an American show. It's uh, just on HBO, so it's behind a paywall. And um, it stars Zendaya, who was the first person, like, the only person in the show that I'd actually heard of before. Okay. Like, I, I vaguely knew that Jacob Elordi existed. Um, I kind of vaguely know about Barbie Fiera. But other than that, like, Zendaya's the only person I've seen in anything before. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I uh, like her. Me too. I'm trying to, not to sound sad, and let me get this out of the way now rather than later. Uh, why don't I look like that? I know why I don't look like that, but why don't I look like that?
0: Um, because you're not Zendaya. And also, you don't have a whole team of people getting you ready for anything you do.
1: I could. Have, I could.
0: Um, clean it you could but can you imagine how much you'd have to pay somebody else to do your hair every day like, you oh i always even pay i always said money.
1: if i was famous i would just pay my mom to come around me because i don't trust <laughs> anyone else's hands in my head i have a very I have a very big thing about like when i go get my hair straightened i've been going to the same lady since i was 11 because her hands like my hair or my hair likes her hands but if anyone does anything besides straightening my hair i have to go to my mother because i don't trust anybody also my eyebrows i go to the same lady um, I but all of that the aside,
0: lady, but the lady is me.
1: I, um, don't, um, back to the, I don't trust anyone. I don't trust anyone with my, about around my eyebrows, myself included. And I only go get my <laughs> eyebrows threaded because I'm, I, I'm terrified of someone with a blade near my eyebrows. That's fair. That's horrible. And like, we've met me. Okay. I almost slice my thumb off every time I use a knife. I don't think I should have a blade near my eyebrows.
0: I went through a phase of, um, shaving
1: we don't don't that's not talk eyebrows. we shouldn't talk about that phase
0: i'm just saying that's proof that you're right to not want anybody with a razor near your eyebrow because
1: um you remember how like we didn't talk to each other for the first six months that we knew each other that yeah, was why. a good 25 percent of the reason why
0: that's fair like, I, I liked know, when you did one.
1: your, I liked when you, like, did your look and you, ha- and, like, you put your eyebrows in, but, like, when you, I lived with you, so, like, obviously you didn't have a full face of makeup on all the time, and every time I saw your half eyebrow, I was like, what is wrong with this child? Um. And now I know. Do you know what's wrong the with answer. me now? I'm, I learn a new thing every day, but at <laughs> least I have, I have some more answers than I did before.
0: <laughs> at least I'm funnier now.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Okay. Season one. <laughs> season one. So, to lay a little bit of the groundwork, um, also, we're going to be spoiling things, but also, season one came out in 2019. And if you've been on Twitter for more than two seconds, it's been spoiled for you. So, this is your warning uh, get over it. Uh, so, it stars Zendaya. She is the main character narrator. She's 17. Mm -hmm. I think they're junior so yeah yeah Um, a drug addict who at the start of the series had just come back from rehab and uh, hijinks ensue also I don't like that they haven't picked where the show is set I have a theory that it's set in Florida but um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I've been to Florida and I feel like that would just be talked about a little bit more
1: they have yeah that's fair I didn't know they. I was wondering that when I was watching season two because um, I was like oh where is it set and I was like oh it must be California they haven't picked where the show is set I they,
0: I don't think it's they haven't picked I think it's an intentional
1: decision to leave it vague ah, I just assumed it was California to be honest
0: well it's filmed in California so that would make sense but no it's like intentionally i mean the town is called east highland you can't get less specific than that true 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 um but yeah it's in kind of a small town next to quote the city which is my least favorite part of things because at least say say it's a city nearby the only city that gets mentioned Um, is Tampa, which is half the reason I think it takes place in Florida, because um, what happens is Zendaya Rue, that's her name in the show, uh, goes to buy drugs from the local dealer. And um, he's like, do you want to try something new? And she's like, I don't know, what is it? And he gives a whole explanation. Then he says, it's huge in Tampa. And unless they're in Florida, why would this girl care about what drugs are big in Tampa? Because if they said Miami, I'd kind of get it. it. 'Cause Miami's a big party yeah. thing. But like
1: Tampa I was gonna say maybe maybe Tampa's a big party city, but like also I've been to Tampa as as
0: not. Yeah, and Miami Tampa's is like is a right place there. I'd
1: go if I, once I retire. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you.
0: And like, no offense. For the most part, I don't think um teenagers are going after old people drugs to, to have some fun. Yeah you know well that's how it starts yeah you definitely well I guess old people are on a lot of pain ca- not the point <laughs> move on Uh, so Rue is has a little sister and a mother and a father who died Uh, I think four years before the series starts he died of cancer Mm -hmm. and uh, she has a friend named Lexi uh, who has a sister named Cassie and I always forget that they're sisters Mm -hmm. and um, it's not I I have a I don't know if everyone in the series has been friends since they were kids but um, Rue and Lexi have been
1: and I would assume yeah that was one thing that confused me when I was rewatching season one was like, how, how how like how big this town was and how they knew each other because they talk about how, oh, uh, if I can find the note, I'll, I'll, I'll read it. But basically, they talk about how like Lexi and like Lexi and Rue, have known each other since they were children. So obviously, Rue would have known Cassie, and then <laughs> Cassie's best friends with this girl named Maddie, and like. So would they have, like, how long have Cassie and Maddie been best friends? And then they talk about this other girl that Cassie and Maddie are friends with, Kat. And Kat used to date this guy named Daniel, but then when they were in, like, sixth grade, right? So obviously they grew up together, but then Daniel introduced himself to Cassie in a later episode. But, like, you would have thought they all knew each other because they were in this little circle of friends.
0: Yeah, it's I also have a lot of questions about... uh so in the first episode, Rue has just come out of rehab and she went to rehab because her sister um, saw her passed out dying from an overdose on the floor. And like, is that how everybody learned that she was doing drugs? Because if that's how everybody learned how she was doing drugs, nobody in the entire town, save for obviously the person. I mean, obviously, I assume the person who was supplying her with drugs knew, but um. Can nobody in the town tell when somebody's on opiates? Because that's not how people act. That's just not how people act. Um, And if you... I'm just saying, her mom seems like a very nice girl. And maybe Mm -hmm. she thought something was wrong. And to be fair, Rue has a lot of mental issues, so she's always been kind of weird. That Kind of weird and actively abusing opiates I feel like is a little bit different in personality, and, um, I just have a lot of questions.
1: Oh, and then, like, um, and then there's this other guy named Fez, and he's the local, he's, he's, he's one half of the local drug dealing duo, (laughs) and, like, how long, and, like, but, like, Rue and Fez are not, like, not just, like, drug dealer and client, like, they're friends, but, like, how long has she known Fez? Does everyone else know Fez? Is everyone homies with Fez, or is it just Rue... Kind of, because in the first
0: episode, you see, uh, it also seems like Fez kind of runs the local
1: convenience store.
0: So I would yeah. imagine everybody's been there at least once.
1: Like everyone, yeah, I'm sure everyone's run into him, but like, are they are they such good friends because she buys drugs from him so they just spend more time together? Or were they friends for the drug? Like, I just have a lot of questions.
0: And I want to like know also, Fez's whole
1: life. I love him.
0: In a town that small... There's no way the cops don't know that he's stealing drugs. Like, yeah, like, seriously, there's a whole thing where the he, you know, gets told on by the police. I think that's season two. But like, there's a whole thing where he gets told on by the police. And like, um, if the town is as small as they make us want to think it is, there's no there's no way there's not, you know, a cop with a heroin problem who's there, you know, making sure Uh his dealer doesn't get put in jail because he'd be in a bind if he did.
1: But also, like, in like later, I, th- I think this is also season two, but, like, th- they have to tell their parents who Fez is, like, Nate's dad specifically. It, it has to be explained in detail who Fez is. So, like, and, like, if it was, and, like, uh, not every kid tells their parents things, but, like, again, if it's that small of a town, your parents would know who the local drug dealer is more than likely.
0: Yeah. Or at least they'd know Fez by, oh, he runs the only convenience store that we've ever seen come up in the show. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Also, his anyway. name is Fez. How can you forget that? <laughs> Excuse me, his name is Fezco, okay?
0: Uh, yeah. Get it right.
1: Give him his, his Bible government Christian name.
0: I don't think that's his Bible government Christian name, Colina. I'm pretty sure his Bible Bible government Christian name is something boring and white. Uh, my Do you favorite think Ashtray that...
1: is, is
0: Ashtray's
1: Bible government Christian name? Um, yes, because remember his mother left him, so <laughs> that's his name now. You know what?
0: that's true
1: that's true that's what i was about to say that legally that's that kid's name because no one knows what his actual name is <laughs> anyway that's all later season one um, season
0: one
1: i took the notes. i first... i'm gonna give you i i think we can we're gonna do a we're not gonna give a detailed recap but i took notes to kind of keep us on on track oh uh, we're doing a great my, job my, <laughs> my first question my very first note is what character do i remind you of Now that we've watched as much as we have. Um,
0: I always have trouble with that because, um, you don't remind me of, like, one specific character, and also it's very hard for me to kind of divorce the
1: the full-on, um, drug use. Drugs? (laughs) Okay, Um, well, take your pick. Pick three, I guess.
0: Well, I see a lot of Fez and Rue in you. Uh, Rue mostly the way that you dress, um, and kind of your... I Don't care, attitude, but your I don't care attitude isn't because um, all your brain power is going to hide an opiate addiction. <laughs> okay, um, I just like that, <laughs> yeah. And then Fez, because you and Fez talk the same, and I think um, if you were a drug dealer, you'd be one with a heart of gold.
1: Aw, thanks, Alan. Are you so cute? I don't know if
0: that's a compliment.
1: I'm gonna take it as one because I okay. love Fez, and also I took we Eleanor and I took um took quizzes, and I got Rue as as my it was mm-hmm. we took um a witch you for girl are you specifically, and I got Rue. So
0: it was a BuzzFeed quiz, so like. You no, can't it was the put... quiz. Oh, it was, I I knew that. I trust those you quizzes. Um, but I I think mostly Fez and Rue. I agree. Well, um, what sorry. about me?
1: For Eleanor, I think um Jules and then Cat Cat mostly because of her like Cat's got a she like puts on a production for her appearance <laughs> and like she always looks like I think she looks really good all the time. I think I think in like I only noticed this in season two, but all of season one, I don't think you see her without makeup on.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and I just think her, the way she puts her looks together reminds me of Eleanor, and then some of the like Kat's I think is insane as we'll get into later. And I don't think Eleanor is insane like that. Um, But some of the things she does, I'm like, that sounds like something Eleanor would do. She was having a bad day, maybe, but mostly Jules.
0: Okay. Um, Speaking of Jules, I actually got to go. So Jules is the new girl in town, which Mm -hmm. also, if the town is as small as it is, they wouldn't be welcoming to a new. I just. Oh, yeah. We should probably run
1: through all the people. I started to, and then I got distracted. Um, So
0: Jules is a new girl in town. Um, how long did it take you to cop on that Jules was trans? Or did you
1: know coming into the show because you knew about Hunter Schaefer? Um, that's a good question that I need to now dig into my brain to remember. I don't, I think I had like, I think I knew there was a trans person in the cast, but I didn't know who they were playing. Mm-hmm. and so i don't but i don't but if i remember correctly i don't think it took me past like the first episode to put two and two together
0: because one of the first times we see jules on screen when she's not just riding a bike it's her injecting herself with hormones and i saw a lot of tweets and by a lot i mean i saw one tiktok making fun of these tweets so that were like oh my god i can't believe um this show like doesn't make her being trans a focal point point," and like it's not a huge storyline but it's not like they
1: they do anything. do not like they or. gloss over it, yeah.
0: Okay, I was just kind of curious as the cis person in the group.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Okay, so anyway, the best description ever of Jules is that Fesco saw her and then
1: told Rue that they would be friends because Jules was dressed all Sailor Hey! Long. Oh, my God. No, this is me and Eleanor. Okay, here. I'm going to set the scene for you. I am Rue. You are Jules. <laughs> Fez is this man named Tommy who lives and right works at the radio station. <laughs> and Tommy one day was like, hey, guys, I, I had a radio show with someone else. And Tommy was like, um, that Eleanor chick's. I don't know why Eleanor had come by, but he was like, that Eleanor chick seems really cool. You should bring her and you two should do a show together. And now look at us. Four years later. <laughs> Was he right? Unfortunately. Will I tell him that? No. <laughs> Never. <laughs>
0: Never. Never. Um, so, Jules was kind of already... Ha- also, like, I don't... Because Rue is kind of not really friends with anybody, except for Fez. So she's not really friends with anybody at school. But, like, also, everybody else is, like, one kind of... Gr- I just... I have a lot of questions about, I think... like...
1: i think everyone's friends with rue if that makes sense because like she and lexi grew up together and they're best friends (laughs) or whatever so i think everyone is friends with rue but i think rue started doing drugs and like when you're in high school no offense if i had a friend doing drugs i had other things i gotta worry about so like that unfortunately cannot be my priority (laughs) that's fair so like like we're still homies but like i'm not checking up on you as much as i might have that that's fair and everyone thought she died that, you know what?
0: That's a good one. Um, also, I part of the reason I thought that this place take, this show took place in Florida is because of the character BB And like, I can't really provide more context about that. But I've been to Florida and I saw BB on the screen and I was like, yeah. Uh, Bebe? Bebe, Bebe is the girl who's with uh, Maddie and Kat sometimes. Who oh, has, I like, can't stand two her. Two lines. I can't stand her. Yeah, but, like, she definitely lives in Florida, right?
1: She definitely lives in Florida. No, you're right. That's, <laughs> that's fair. Um, if you drive down the road, you probably see about 15 <laughs> of her. So, Oh, can I, I love away? her. I
0: think she's the funniest person in the entire show. I would like to
1: clarify. I'm from Florida. We're not just making fun of Florida because we can.
0: Yeah, we have a license.
1: I'm, I'm from there. It's whack. I'm very <laughs> proud to be from Florida. But I think it also explains a lot of things about me. Mm-hmm. Eleanor's from Arizona, so I don't know if that's much better.
0: Oh, not even a little bit.
1: Um, one thing I, I like I'm just skimming through my episode my season one notes here is you are talking about how Rue is the main character and the narrator and she admits that she's an unreliable narrator which I think comes into play later oh, yeah. um, because it's kind of like she says she, but in my first note in the second episode she this is when she brings up she's an unreliable narrator but she also seems like she knows everything about everyone because she is again the narrator but she, she like every episode like the opening focuses on a different character so I think it's like Rue first and then maybe Nate and then Cassie or whatever. Um, it's,
0: um <clears throat> Rue, Nate, Kat, Jules, Maddie, uh, McKay,
1: Cassie, and then Rue again. Yeah, and she like gives you insight into their inner thoughts and like their their life and like even if they all grew up together, she gives you insight into things like you wouldn't they wouldn't know just from growing up together. So I wonder what makes her unreliable? Because she's both un- unreliable and omni- omnipresent. Well, you know I, mean? I think
0: the kind of, like, startup narration is a little bit different than the, like, in-episode narration, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, also, um,
1: I, I really do like, like
0: so- how... Uh, I think in a lot of shows where they do narration, it's like, you know, the narrator from the future is coming in to, like, explain everything, but it kind of sounds more like... Uh, rue is just explaining everything as it's happening with everything that like she's not really coming in with a lot of future insight if that makes sense
1: i was gonna say a little bit of the opposite because there's a few times where she's narrating and like like i think in the first couple episodes before she had met jules right she's narrating and then she goes but i hadn't met jules yet and then i know in a little later in season two i noticed this Is she was like, Jules was doing this. And then half, and she was like, Jules was. And then she stops herself and she goes, Actually, I don't want to talk about what Jules was doing. And then she moves on to someone else. So I do think it's a bit more, I don't think it's like years and years in the future, but I do think it's like post what we're seeing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. I forgot about the whole. But, but it's also, not like it's not like it's an adult Rue coming no, back.
1: No, yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's like very far removed from the situation.
0: Uh, I like how we've been talking for thirty minutes and we haven't even.
1: <laughs> okay, so, um, season one recap: You got Rue. She's the main character. She's got a sister named Gia, who's a couple years younger than her. Gia found Rue overdose, so when we come into the show, Rue is coming out of rehab from her overdose. Rue's got a mom. She has a dad, she had a dad, but he's dead. Rue's best friends, childhood best friends with this girl named Lexi. Lexi's sister, older sister is Cassie. Cassie's is best friends with this girl named Maddie. And they're also friends with this girl named Kat. Maddie is dating this crazy man named Nate Jacobs. Nate Jacobs is best friends with this guy named McKay, who's off to college now. He's in his first year of college. And McKay started dating Cassie, who again is Lexi's sister. And Lexi is Rue's best friend. Childhood best friend. And then Rue gets drugs from the local drug dealer named Fez, who has a uh, a quote unquote little brother named Ashtray. And Fez sees this girl named Jules riding her bike and she's new in town, and then Rue and Jules meet at a party, I believe. Yes. I think that's everyone important. Oh, and then Nate's dad also comes into play later. Remember? Yes. That so Thank you.
0: Perfect. Um the party is so, actually, in the very first episode, Maddie and Nate had recently broken up, which I would have to assume is not their first time breaking up. They are not oh, going yeah. Matt- each other.
1: Yeah, Maddie and Nate are very volatile. They're both like on and off just every five minutes, pretty much. Everyone knows mm-hmm. that. Uh, they're both a little bit crazy, but uh, Nate, I would
0: argue, is crazier. He's clinically insane. Mm-hmm. Um, at the party, a lot of things happen. Jules goes to the party uh, after having a uh, grinder hookup with some guy in a motel, which don't do that. Especially don't do that if you're 17, but, like, don't do that yeah, in general, It's, like, probably. her first night in town or something. Mm-hmm. It was definitely one her first night, like, doing something in town.
1: Yeah.
0: And, um, at the party, it's at McKay's house, and... A lot happens he and cassie also before the party starts it's mckay nate and a bunch of other boys just in a room with their shirts off and do boys hang out with their shirts off like that
1: um actually back to your florida theory that might check out if they live in florida it's a little warm
0: see um and they're talking and uh mckay and cassie have recently started dating and Nate uh, very very eloquently and delicately asks if they've had sex yet and that devolves to them looking at one of uh, Cassie's sex tapes and some nudes and I'm not convinced Cassie knows they're out there which I didn't love
1: No.
0: and then after the party they try to hook up and McKay Kind of emulates what he saw in the video, and Cassie's like,
1: um, "Maybe don't do that." <laughs> She's like, "What are you doing?" And he's trying <laughs> to act like he, like he, like he's, he, he's basically acting like he never saw anything. Mm-hmm. And Cassie's like, "That's weird." Anyway, McKay's like, "I know you like that," and Cassie's like, "How?" And
0: McKay's like, um. "Intuition." I'm am so I far. right
1: though? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but they, you know, they make up and Cassie's like maybe ask before you start doing weird things to me and McKay's like that's crazy that's great advice mhm
1: um
0: and then Maddie and Nate are kind of in a pissing contest to see mm-hmm. um to prove who doesn't want the other person more even though they both it's they both equally want and don't <laughs> want each other everyone's winning and losing in this scenario mm-hmm. I would argue that Maddie wins because she ends up yes. just having sex with some guy in a pool. Mm-hmm. Um, but then that guy loses.
1: Later. Just Big time. Is, um,
0: yeah. And then uh, Nate gets upset because his ex-girlfriend was having sex with somebody. Which, like, I would just be more upset about all the kind of body fluids that are happening in the pool. But that's not why, that's just, what I why was Nate thinking. is upset. That's it, like, it does not seem sexy or comfortable. Or
1: I would like not. If someone, if someone proposed, like, because Maddie told the guy that, if someone proposed that to me, I'd say no. I'd be like, this, this we gotta, we gotta cut this off here. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Also, nobody else was swimming. So, like. Yeah, I also found that, unbel- like, unrealistic that there was not a single other person in the pool.
0: Especially if, as the show, uh, it, it, as we've decided that the show takes place in Florida, people will be swimming. Mm-hmm. 'Cause it uh we should mention it. It's like right before school starts. So it's what, like August. Yeah. So it's it's toasty. Yeah, I think um, it's like a
1: back to school and then like I think they're throwing it at like McKay's house, so it's like before he goes off to college kind of party.
0: Yeah. Um so Nate's all grumpy because uh his ex girlfriend was having sex and he goes into the kitchen and everybody leaves the kitchen except for Jules who was just minding her own business. And Nate's like, who is this? And she's like, I'm Jules. And then Nate is like, does anybody know who this is? He's like, on one. And um, and then Nate, I don't, he's just super angry at Jules. And then Jules, uh, what did she do? She like breaks a glass bottle. Or no, she grabs a knife from the kitchen and starts to threaten him. And he's like, whoa.
1: And then Oh, that's Jules, what that was about. No, you keep going. I um I didn't. I apparently didn't start taking notes until here because my first my first note after my question was you got to out crazy the crazy and that oh, was that yeah. was what I was talking about.
0: Um yeah. Then she cuts herself and then she's like, "Don't mess with me because I'm insane." And Nate is like, "You know what? Yeah,
1: you are. I totally agree." Um, Listen, if someone's acting insane, you act more insane, and they will probably back off. Mm-hmm. Unless then, they're genuinely insane, and then, then you're you're SOL, buddy. You gotta you gotta go. There's
0: definitely a fine line, but like for the most part, Euphoria is just seeing who can out crazy each other. Mm-hmm. And then, um, Nate or no, sorry, Jules and Rue finally meet, and they're like, "Oh my god, let's be best friends." And then, uh, the party's kind of over because you know some crazy new girl that nobody knows cut herself in the middle of the kitchen. So I mean, understandably, that would be a little bit of a bummer. Um, and Nick goes home, and guess guess what happens? I know you know what happens, but guess what happens, Colleen? Oh my
1: God, Eleanor, what happens? I have no idea. This is I'm so I'm on the edge of my seat.
0: Uh, Nick comes home, and his dad is the person that Jules had sex with.
1: Oh my God, that's ins- oh my God, mind blowing. Yeah, that's um, I stress me out.
0: The first time I watched that, I was like, this is definitely going to be what the whole series is about. This is definitely the biggest thing that could happen right now. It's like a minor plot point. So quickly.
1: (laughs) I, uh, yeah, I, the minor plot point. I. It should be. It should be a big thing i lost my train of thought oh yeah rue so rue and jules go home after jules pulls her stunt at the party but like they they had met like they had talked for about 30 seconds before rue was like can i come to your house and jules said yes so like like we've already seen her grinder hookup. so we know jules is not. There's, a yeah ski. there's a very big lack of learning about stranger danger <laughs> judge of character um also as Eleanor mentioned earlier Rue's got some mental problems and there's a scene in, in the first episode where she's like counting the lights the squares on the lights and her mom kept like interrupting her and that st- uh, stressed me out so much oh my god that's stress- just because her Rue's like looking up at the ceiling counting the lights and her mom's like Rue Rue look at me and like you can see the number and then after she looks at yeah. her mom she has to start over again and I was like and dude was, just let like, her finish was
0: like counting out loud and her mom's like what are you doing? Look up. You can see the squares.
1: <laughs> and, like, it wasn't even, like, older, Rue. This was, like, younger. Let's probably say, like, I don't know, maybe 11-ish or something like that. Maybe younger. Yeah. But younger, Rue. I was like, just let, let the kid, it's not like she's causing trouble. Let her finish counting.
0: Yeah, if she's not sitting there having a breakdown, which um it sounded like she
1: was really good at, let her, let her count things. Mm-hmm. Also, I said that I thought we gave off a Lexi and Maddie or a Maddie and Cat vibe. Um, because I don't understand how any of th- those two people are friends, mm-hmm. Maddie and Lexi especially. Like I know Maddie's best friends at Cassie, who's Lexi's sister, so that it makes a little bit more sense. But like they seem like they're they're friends okay on their own.
0: Yeah, like I've met teenage girls. Their biggest um you know, pastime isn't becoming friends with their friends' siblings.
1: No, usually you try to stay away from your siblings' friends. Mm-hmm. Also, you and your sibling just in general, <laughs> um also not oh i i wrote this but i think i wrote it wrong but cat um cat like talks a big game but cat turns out to be a virgin and then she loses her virginity in this episode if i'm correct mm-hmm. yeah um, and the guy that she slept with looks like the guy from that show kicking it that i used to watch with leo howard but not leo howard there's this red-headed fella named dylan i'm pretty i think the character's name is dylan and he looks like him and so it took me oh is it the guy from lost in an alley do I look like I've seen that show. I don't know. Um but every time I see this man on screen, I have to like I have to overcome that mentally first.
0: Okay, it's not the guy from Austin and Alley. But it kind of looks like him, right? A little bit, yeah. Um I just feel like if I were Cat and I, you know, waited to the big old age of 17 or 18 to have sex, which like th- that's you're still a child. I would at least pick somebody cute.
1: Oh yes, also another minor plot. No, you know what? It wasn't Jules. Jules's first night in town because Jules and Cat are friends because they went to yeah. summer school together. It was her
0: first night, like not having summer school. I would have to imagine it yeah. was like
1: her, definitely her first big party. No, I just meant the grinder thing. It wasn't like she just showed up in town. and That was the first thing she ever did. Thankfully, no.
0: but it sounded so. like it was her first grinder hookup. In the, no, actually, no, it didn't. That girl has just been out there, yeah, grinding up a storm. Yes.
1: Also, unrelated, but Rue was wearing this like cut off long sleeve shirt and shorts, oh and she God. looked, and looked so, good. so good. So good.
0: Zendaya's character Rue just kind of dresses like my dream. It's my dream. Like a dad who gave up, but in a sexy way, which I know is a horrible way to describe it
1: it was a hot dad okay. but like it definitely <laughs> a hot dad that gave up <laughs> anyway that's a season that's episode one episode yes. two focus so episode one focused on rue for the most part episode two focuses on nate so the opening is like talking about when he was when he kind of became who he is because nate sucks
0: mm-hmm.
1: and like in has his, and he has a lot of anger yeah. star football player so you're kind of like getting in some insight into this I think this show is filmed wonder. It's just beautiful from a cinematography perspective. And there's this shot of him, of young Nate spitting into the sink. And then he stands up and it's older Nate standing in the mirror, which was just genius. And this is when Rue brings up the unreliable narrator. And I was like, well, she kind of seems to know everything about everyone. But also, Mm. my other question was how much of what we see is Rue, like is true? And how much of it is Rue's interpretation? Because that's... That's kind of what I meant. I feel like um, kind of the the biography part
0: of every episode because uh-huh. mo- most episodes have a little blurb out about somebody. I feel like those are more like she's not really being an active I, I don't know it's I feel like it's it's different because yeah. in the little biography, she's literally just saying the facts, but then during the actual I don't know I guess the actual content, she's more telling a story. If mm-hmm. that makes any sense, yeah, that's kind of how I see it, because I feel like everything, at least she says in the little beginning
1: parts, are is is true because. So it helps. That's fair. So also in this little little like background of Nate, um, Nate discovers that his father, who again was the man that Jules hooked up with, has like has videotaped all of these encounters he's had several. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, like, videotaped them all and keeps them on little CDs in his desk. So Nate, at, like, age 11, figures this out. And in high school, Nate's the star quarterback. Like Eleanor said, he's very angry. And then he goes and attacks the guy that his ex-girlfriend Maddie had sex with.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, not, not like, not, like, fun kind of attack. Like, no. Like, hospitalization probably going to have to be put into a coma attack.
1: Yeah, yeah. He just, like, just shows up at the guy's house to wait for him to come home. And I think he beats him with, like, a baseball bat or something. <laughs> uh, and then he, he's... like, takes a shadow at the shower at the man's house and puts his clothes on and then leaves.
0: Which, like, definitely not the first time that he's done this if he's that comfortable.
1: mm mm-hmm. um, And then after we kind of get the little, you know, little background about Nate, Rue is back to, this is the first day of school, Rue's back after, you know, her overdose and she kind of like has a bit of a breakdown because this lady like that also that scene also stressed me out her her drama teacher was like asking her to go up on stage and talk about her summer and this was part of the reason I was wondering how much was her interpretation because in the scene there's like a spotlight on her and she can't see anyone Uh and she's like freaking out and she's like I can't remember anything good about the summer because like to be fair the girl was in rehab so she's like trying to remember you know what happened and Lexi overhears like people in the crowd making fun of her and she's like that's really messed up like you know and she goes to comfort rue but rue's like what we're just because we're childhood best friends you know blah 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 even though even though in the last episode lexi volunteered well not volunteer but lexi willingly peed into a into a bottle for rue because she needed clean (laughs) pee but anyway um yeah rue is not a good friend no she's um which I also I did I think Ru, I do appreciate that she's it's not often because of the drugs but sometimes she is very self aware and she admits that but it takes it takes a while not now it takes a while for her to get there, but then Kat who we recall had sex for the first time in the last episode finds out a video's going around of that, and so she's oh my like God.
0: the best scene that has to do with that is everybody
1: thinks that it's her because
0: nobody else has a bob that ugly, and the principal. calls her into the office and he's like hey I'm kind of worried that um, there's been talk that there's a video of you having sex and she goes what because I'm the only big girl in this whole entire school you think that just because I have some weight on and so does the girl in the video that it's me and the principal that's brilliant because the principal can't say yes I think it's you
1: for other reasons because he's already been got and he's like well I guess you can leave now he was like, I just want to make it clear, I have not seen the video. I don't, I don't know what you're talking talking about. It's brilliant. I think Cat
0: is one of the smartest characters, not like intelligence wise, but she definitely um,
1: she's a master It's very
0: quick on her feet.
1: That's what. That's what. That's why I thought she was like you, because she masterminds things and just like. might not work for her normally but she's like i'm gonna make this work because like after she finds out the things going around everyone's talking about it she denies that it's her even though it is but then she uses that like i guess quote-unquote clout to become the new cat and then also Mm -hmm. starts to make money online as a cam girl which she figures out she can do by accident on accident
0: uh yeah which is not if you are under 18
1: yeah and honestly even
0: if you're newly 18 I'll At least it. give it six months of thinking before you start doing um, any sort of sex work.
1: I will say There's she was no smart enough to, like, wear it. a mask. But,
0: like, yeah. I'll give her that. Make sure you understand the entire gravity of the situation before you start it, and don't start it when you're 17. Mm-hmm. Um... We also learn that in season two, or sorry, in episode two, we learn that one of the first times that Rue did um, like hard drugs was uh, she took some of her dad's oxycodone. And I believe Oxy is an, yeah, so Oxy is an opiate and uh she's it's a painkiller typically and her dad was prescribed it because he was in pain from the dying of cancer uh-huh. and so we learned that she was like 12 or 13 she stole her dad's oxy and so like i just i just i i feel like there's no way she at thir- we've all been 13 you're not smart at 13 there's no way she was able to hide that from everybody in her family
1: because well no but i think i know she had said at least with her dad after she had taken the drug she was like oh he was too tired to notice i was high and
0: yeah i feel like there was a lot going on like family wise
1: yeah like i don't think um, keep this in mind right her mother probably was like now supporting a dying man and two kids so she probably didn't notice or she was probably like oh it's just She probably noticed, if she noticed Rue was different, she probably didn't notice enough. She probably chalked it up to, oh, the stress of her father dying. Mm -hmm. And then everyone else around Rue was a child. They were 13, like her was her sister. Yeah, yeah,
0: that is a good point. Once I said that, I kind of thought about
1: it, because... And then also, like, Lex, like, even if, like, let's say they went with Lexi's mom or something, as as we find out later, Lexi and Cassie's mom is also just not... She's not a bad, but she's, like, not the most present of people she's
0: an alcoholic
1: she she's an alcoholic so there's that you know she probably also didn't probably had some other concerns you know mm-hmm. um but also in episode two jules starts messaging some random guy i think also on the same on grinder yeah she messages some like high school student and they're like talking back and forth and mckay and cassie listen i hate mckay i just want to put that out there i think he i don't like i don't think he's irredeemably awful but like he's dumb and she should break I think up he's with him
0: definitely like the most normal teenage boy awful but like it's still awful
1: yeah and like he's a product of i think just very clear peer pressure and like family expectations as mm-hmm. we learn like being friends with someone like nate who's awful and like but he's like Nate. Whether he was good or bad, Nate's very sure of himself and very mm-hmm. confident and kind of dominates things. So even though also, I was just thinking this because I forget there's juniors, not seniors. Why is McKay friends with the junior? McKay off to college? And why are you letting him I boss think you Nate around?' is a senior?: Oh, really?
0: I think Nate, Maddie and Cassie are all seniors,
1: and then oh. everybody else is a junior. Okay, that, might make, that makes slightly more sense. But anyway, why are you letting this man boss you around? But anyway. Um, well, but, I um... mean, they were also, like, friends on the
0: football team, and Nate was the captain. So it's not like him kind of having the, the quote-unquote upper hand isn't new. So he's kind, I would have to imagine, at, at least in sports, he's used to kind of taking orders from Nate. So it's not like Nate just woke up one day and is like, just start doing this, you know?
1: I honestly wouldn't be surprised if that were the case, though.
0: I mean, definitely, yeah. But <laughs> at least in that one context, he has
1: kind of the authority too. That's fair. Um, but McKay and Cassie are like spending time together, and they kind of go back and forth. They're like really into each other and all over each other. Or he's like complaining about the fact that she's all over him, which I don't get because he's like, oh my god, I love how much like they they like love how he loves how into her into him she is. But then when she's into him, he's like, what are you doing this? But again, that's like the videos and like talking with nate i think being in the back of his mind which is why i don't think mckay is entirely redeemable. <laughs> and then rue um i think this is the first time she pissed me off is she went over to fez and fez was telling her to leave the house because he had like his drug dealer coming over and she was like no i just need some drugs and he was like rue i will give you anything you want but you have to leave <laughs> right you just right now i can't come back in an hour yeah and she refused so then this scary man named Mouse, who's got, like, the number 36 tattooed on his face three times, which, like, I'm all for face tattoos, but if you gotta tattoo a number on your face more than once, it's stupid. <laughs> um, he gets, he, he tricks Rue into doing fentanyl.
0: He doesn't really trick her. He, um, he, he, oh, but forces her to.
1: Coerces?
0: It's on a knife, and yeah. he puts it up to her mouth, and he's like, you will like it. And she's like, I don't think I will. But like when you have a knife with drugs that close to your face also he kind of um alludes to the fact that if she doesn't, he um thinks she's super pretty. Which I'm sure he's saying for no reason and not because he's he would um use her body in any way if she said no.
1: And not to victim lane, but maybe she should have left the house when Fez told her to leave the house. I'm just saying Honestly, I if, think Fez
0: If the chill is it if, great that he's a drug dealer? No does he have a heart of gold and is he typically looking out for rue
1: yes i said um this he uh, the man is so chill and he's stressing out if, if someone that calm starts freaking mm-hmm. out and like to be fair it's not like fez yells Fez keep, fez keeps the same tone the entire time but like he's very clearly stressed out about rue being there and not leaving that's a sign you should leave um, yeah. I do, I thought, I think Fez is a very well-written character. I find when they write quiet characters, because I myself am a quiet person, they have a tendency to, like, have them flip too quickly. So, like, if they're upset, they'll start yelling. And I, it, it was, it, it's and not just representation for me, but I think it's nice to have someone who's quiet, even when they're, like, no matter what their mood is, they're still kind of the same.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then I also, ooh, I, I was on a, on a ball for this episode. I wrote that Nate is a very good example of performative chivalry because he like uh-huh. does things for Maddie that are very gentlemanly but he does them more because he gets more out of playing the gentleman than he does for it than actually being one. If that makes sense.
0: I agree. I think Nate um has a lot of ideas about what a man should be mm-hmm. but um then his idea of what a man should it's clearly like modeled after his father and then when he was still like not when he was what like 11 or 12 he learned that his dad, who he always thought of as a good man, was mm-hmm. um, n- not, and so I yeah. think he's still reeling from that. And so he he's got like this idea of, oh, to be a man, I have to be nice to women, and I have to, you know, treat people right. But then it's also like, uh, like also, if my dad can be out there doing whatever with teenage boys why do i have to be nice all the time why can't i give into my urges of wanting to beat people with baseball bats
1: i think uh yeah and i think that this the fact that his dad has such a big secret one thing i i think this is the only thing i do like about nate is he is no matter what he is honest and he is always true to himself he's a horrible person but like (laughs) he's always he's very upfront about everything he does and Maybe he's not, No, he's not advertising he went and beat up the guy. But, like, he's very honest about his intentions and why he's doing things, I think. Oh, You see also, this more later. This has
0: only a little bit to do with what we're talking about. But when uh, Jules and Nate's dad are having their little encounter, um, Nate's dad is in the bathroom and Jules goes to um, look at his phone. I, I'm not really quite sure why, but... There's a family photo as his lock screen, and there's mm-hmm. definitely it's uh Nate's dad, Nate's mom, who they're married, um, and then three boys. And then we learned that Nate only has mm-hmm. one brother. I and I'm not about sure that. if that's just because it's the pilot and they changed things after, or if like because I feel like if it was a dead kid or something, we definitely would have known about that by now.
1: I don't think so, because later on, you see, because the, the way we find out it's Nate's dad is because when he goes home, when Nate goes home, you see the f- the photo that was on the phone framed in the hall. And, like, that photo That's... sticks around. You think they would have changed it. Yeah. But also, I, have, I, have um, questions
0: about that.
1: I think it's interesting that the photo, because the reason it's a surprise is because it's a photo of the kids when they're young. I think it's interesting his father has a photo framed of them. And I guess if they had a dead kid, that might make sense. But the photo he has on his phone is, like, young Nate and young his other son versus them at the age they are now, you know? Mm-hmm. Also, it's almost been an hour, and we're only on episode two. So, episode 3 <laughs> 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 going to speed through this. Um, this episode. episode is about Kat, mainly. Um, and it's kind yeah. of about, about... Kat is a, a bigger girl, as we've mentioned earlier. So, this episode kind of talks about how she used to date this guy named Daniel... And then she gained a lot of weight on a family vacation because she found out she liked virgin pina coladas, which, like, that's fair. Have you ever had a virgin pina colada? Or a pina colada. But, like, have you ever had one? They're great. Um. And then, so when she goes back to school, her middle school boyfriend, Daniel, breaks up with her. And then she writes a lot of fan fiction, which I'm not going to go any more into that mm-hmm. than, we, than, than that because that's all we need to know. But she, writes, she, like, becomes very popular online while she's becoming less popular in school. Which, again, why is she friends? How is she friends with Maddie? Anyway. Um, in the present, she starts to do her cam girl work, and she finds out she um, men will pay her to be mean to them, which mm-hmm. like I will say is the smartest thing ever. Um, because I I've been doing that for free. Um, and then Jules finds out Rue does drugs, and Rue's and she's like, I can't be friends with you if you keep doing drugs. And then Rue, who's been going to NA this whole time and pretending to be sober for sixty days, is like, she's going to NA and she meets this guy named Ali. And Ali's like, um, I know you're not sober. I don't know how you can stand up there and get a 60-day chip when you are probably sober for the last five minutes, if that. <laughs> and then Jules, again, is talking to this guy. Oh, so Jules is talking to this oh. guy on the app, and then we find out that the guy is Nate. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so then she... I forgot yeah, you go. that we
0: found out like the same episode where they started talking i thought they held off on yeah. that a little bit but nope they just at the very end of the episode they're like by the way
1: yeah so jules thinks she's messaging this sweet guy named tyler on this dating app and then it turns out she's actually messaging nate and he's pretending to be tyler so then um she asks rue to help her take some like artsy nudes which like i don't know if that if my if someone asked me to do that i i not even in a mean way i just genuinely don't think i could help them <laughs> But she asks <laughs> Rue to help her take some artsy nudes so she can send them to quote unquote Tyler, A.K.A. Nate, and then Rue steals pills from Jules' kitchen. Rue was trying to be sober for Jules, but then she steals some pills from Jules' kitchen. Maddie and Nate are back together now, and Maddie finds a bunch of pictures of men's. Um, a
0: pen Eleanor, of you want to take this
1: one? They are very nice on phone, but like none of them are his, which is the which is what's weird. Um, Um,
0: also, if I ever knew what somebody's appendage looked like well enough to see one single photo on a phone and be like, that's not yours, Uh, unless it was just a straight up different skin color, I'd have to break up with them.
1: Eleanor and I clearly have never been, I I feel like that's normal if you've been in a relationship for a long time.
0: Uh, no, I don't want to look at that. I do not want to see it. I don't want to uh, okay. know it well enough to be able to pick it out of a lineup.
1: That's if fair. are white fair.
0: and you have a photo of a black appendage. Well, I'm maybe
1: jealous. it wasn't that they um, look different from his. Maybe it's they all look different from each other. And she was like, that's whack. Okay.
0: You know what? That, that's fair. That Then I would notice if they were all different. Also, like, I wouldn't look at them well enough. I'd be like. Oh, I would have seen one and closed phones.
1: the phone. <laughs> yeah but anyway um uh, Maddie finds all these pictures and she doesn't say anything to him about it but she's confused Rue and Jules argue because Jules is like oh my god I'm gonna go meet Tyler he's so sweet and he's uh, so genuine and he's definitely who he says he is which we all know is a lie and then um Rue goes to Jules house to apologize and ends up kissing her I'm just reading the wikipedia article at this point um <laughs> but then she like freaks out because she's like oh my god I shouldn't have done that because she doesn't know how Jules feels about her and like kissing someone for the first time I guess is stressful And so Rue goes to Fez (laughs) to go get drugs. (laughs) Can you tell I've never kissed anyone for the first time? (laughs) Was that obvious? Uh, Just a minor annoyance. Um, So then Jules goes back to Fez to get drugs. I don't know if I would have gone back to his house after the last time. But Fez says, um, no. Fez is the definition of tough love. I think he's the only person that actually treats Rue how she needs to be treated. Mm -hmm. Um, But Rue is kind of like off the drugs and... And not not withdrawing, but she's, like, you know, she's a little annoyed that she can't get any drugs, so then she, like, she, calls him all these names and tells jonesing. him how it's her. Huh? She's
0: jonesing.
1: Yes, jonesing. And she, like, tells him how it's his fault she's addicted to drugs and he can't possibly love her. And then she calls Ali and she's like, yeah, I want to get sober, because Ali said, if you ever actually want to genuinely be sober, you can come talk to me. So that's episode three. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I think the end of the episode... Um... I don't know about kalina but uh i i have had um a drug addict in my family and like it's a very good um kind of portrait of of how they can act and like i i think they they kind of portray rue very well um she's Uh not necessarily a, a good person at all times but i think especially like how she acts when she wants drugs like I, I think they they portray that very very well and like kind of the the insane levels of desperation
1: mm-hmm. i um this is unrelated to what eleanor just said well actually i'll, I'll bring it, i have another point um one thing she says well fez says when when he tells rue to go away he tells her he she's not he's not going to help her kill herself And then I love that he, like, love is doing, I said love is doing what's right when it's hard and when it's not what the other person wants. And then one of the things Rue says to Fez, something about, like, how he has one brain cell or something from all the drugs he takes and all this stuff. And I said that Fez has a lot more, oh, sorry, she said he has seven brain cells, right? And I said Fez has more than seven brain cells. They're just chilling. But, like, he has them. (laughs) Whenever Rue is, like, struggling with the decision. So, like, um, I think one, when she Hmm. was, struggling with the decision to steal the pills from jules that was the first time i heard it and then it was again at the end of the episode you played it again but um we're almost out of time still oh yes i yeah i could probably do a whole episode about that
0: i will say about the music uh, oh absolutely the music um mm-hmm. for the most part is chosen by the one guy um not logic what's his name um labyrinth like he he is mostly in charge of the music and it even though i think a lot of his songs are featured you can definitely tell that he is like very in tune with Mm -hmm. what needs to be played when and i think also he managed to get like a beyonce song he is probably one of
1: the best decisions to be put which I, my understanding is hard to do okay it's been like and, an hour folks and okay. Ellen and I were like anything. this is going to be a super quick recap and then we spent half an hour talking about ourselves so I think we should do another episode and we'll recap I think we're halfway through so we'll recap the last half of the season one for you and another one because <laughs> I think we've subjected you to enough <laughs> So, we will see you in the next episode. I hope you enjoyed this recap. Um, definitely not unabridged. Um, you don't even need to watch the show, I think, at this point. I think you could just listen to this, and then we will... You'll have everything you need.
0: Exactly. Um, but uh, I have been Eleanor.
1: I have been Kalina.
0: And this has been
1: Don't Quote Me On That. See you next time. Thanks for listening and don't quote me on that. One day we'll have an outro, but it's not today.